Hi guys, and uh, welcome to another edition of Old Guard New Blood. This time we're going to kind of change things around a bit, rather than go from old people and young people, we kind of got the, uh, the old guard of, uh, I guess, we've got Google and we've got uh, Microsoft and Google Search Console and Webmaster Tools. We did want David in here, David Ivanhoe, who's going to uh, carry the, uh, the banner for, for Yandex, and I'll carry the banner for, for, for Majestic, of course, but uh, David hasn't made it, so, uh, um, so we got, uh, but that's not a problem. We've got some, a couple of fantastic panelists in here, and I don't think it's going to be a problem at all. Uh, guys, uh, just before I ask you to introduce yourselves, I just want to say um, thanks to Majestic for sponsoring the event. Without these things, they, they couldn't possibly uh, work. So uh, if you haven't tried Majestic recently, uh, they've come out with a whole load of new stuff recently, including a brand new dashboard of their own, um, which is not quite like the Search Console dashboard, but go and have a look at the campaign dashboards now uh, and a lot of new tools and things have, uh, and new, new uh, features have come in there as well. Uh, oh, I've got a, a little chat here uh oh well so someone's already asked where we got a recording of the wedding art webinar well okay we've got to get through it first uh you're live right now so uh it will of course be on the blog afterwards on majestic's blog uh so guys um why don't you guys both introduce yourselves so fabrice why don't you go first uh thank you dixon i'm fabrice canel i am uh, the lead for the web data platform at bing this is the team that is uh, discovering the internet content selecting the best content on the internet fetching it via bing bot and processing the internet content and as part of my responsibility i've got also Bing webmaster tool so this means that at the end of the day if if your site is missing uh, from bing that's my responsibility uh, you can send me an email to understand why uh, the site is missing and obviously my mailbox cannot scale so we have Bing webmaster tool and support to help you first Fantastic. And so, I mean, honestly, I think that we're very lucky to have you on, Fabrice. So it's, it's great to have somebody so core to the, uh, to the uh, algorithm, uh, to, to, to uh, Search Console. Uh, I'm glad, glad David's coming in. That's great. We'll have him in a minute. Um, uh, Christine, why don't you say a little bit about yourself? Um, let's see. I live in Las Vegas. Uh, behind me. Not really. Yeah. That's a real <laughs> picture, isn't it? That's a real, real picture. picture. We've seen see enough zooms window, now. <laughs> No, I'm closer to the mountains, actually. Uh, I've got uh, 20 years web experience, 15 years SEO. I do a variety of SEO uh, practices. Uh, I do, um, but right now, primarily site health audits and core recoveries updates. I do a technical SEO, forensic SEO. Uh, and then I also, uh, when a good project comes along, I do full strategy and everything and then i also do accessibility so yeah and i've seen you talking at conferences and things as well so you, you kind of get around as well so that's, thank you very much for coming on christine it's, it's really good to have you and david just in time mate just in time i love it i love it david is just perfect so tell well, us about yourself david <laughs> I, I think it was the whole tiny little thing like click this link not the other one Oh, okay. Um, yes, it's, it's my yes. my UX, is it? Okay, fine. Basically, Zoom. It's Zoom email. It's fine. Um, so, hi, I'm David. I've been doing SEO now for like 13 years. Um, I'm based in Harlem, um, from Australia. So, obviously, the accent. Um, I'm the global search and traffic manager for Danone um, within our uh, specialized nutrition division. Um, so, medical and baby foods. Cool. So uh, is Danone in the US as well? Does everyone know Danone in the US? Yes. It's massive oh, Danone, in Europe. Danone, Danone okay, have you know. family. Um, okay. 
So, and, and, and where are you there? I mean, obviously that's probably a Zoom background, but you're, you're, you're in uh, Holland or somewhere, aren't you? Yeah, in Harlem, yes. Okay. So right. about 15 minutes away from Amsterdam towards the beach. Okay, cool. Excellent. Nice little country town. Everyone says hello to you. Nice, friendly, good place to visit. And how's your Dutch? Nee. Yeah, okay. it's it's it's, <laughs> it's yeah. fine. We'll, we'll we'll get back to the topic in hand. That's all right. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, okay, so um, we're going to be talking about the Google uh, Search Console and Webmaster Tools, being Webmaster Tools, and uh, and and David, if you want to throw in some stuff about Yandex there as well, um, you know, uh, Majestic does have also the, the ability to connect your websites as well, and that will bring in sort of Google Search data and things, uh, and uh, I'm sure we should probably be bringing in Google Webmaster, uh, Bing Webmaster Tools data as well, uh, but. Uh, but, but um, if you, for SEOs, uh, using these tools as part of your audit, as part of your SEO, um, as part of your, uh, your, your, um, your world, um, what, what one thing do you think um, is a tool within either Google Search Console or Webmaster Tools or, or, or Yandex that, that you, you might like, that you like and you use a lot? And I'm going to start with Christine just uh, because... Uh, I because I, I didn't yeah I'll start with you Christine so any, any particular one thing yeah 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 someone's <laughs> got to someone's got to take the bullet you know uh, uh, you know at doing uh, in core updates specifically because uh, core updates are uh, technical quality and queries uh, query I check queries a lot in search console because you know we don't get keyword data anymore from <laughs> <laughs> general speaking, uh, but I can find not only uh, when queries have shifted, so with the way Google's processing language now, sometimes Google will decide a category is more specific to the page. So some like doing egg, uh, doing uh, nightshade vegetables, which is a really high traffic keyword, and it shifted into nightshade vegetable list, which made it a very low traffic keyword. Uh, so they could write new content to the more general term. Uh, but also uh, one site, um, they... Um, went down 90% on a core update and found that all the queries that dropped were in two folders on the site, which indicated to me to check those folders and those oh, folders had redirect loops on them. And then they also had a very slow page speed. We fixed those two things and they got their entire site back on the next core update. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, so it's a very good investigative tool with the, with the queries because yeah. it can really yeah. show you where our problem is. Okay, I, sh I forgot to ask, guys. Anybody, anybody that's out there that'd like to ask any questions, please do do ask in the chat. Uh, I'll try and get them uh, through through to uh, Fabrice or Christine or David. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, David, do you want to go for something? You're on mute. I know I'm on mute. Um, otherwise, you hear me typing. Um, so I think for me, it's it's more of a overall trend. So it was always something you know you've got people like Avinash who are very very smart people. You know, they, they talk about don't panic and look on things a day by day, look on trends over time. So typically, you know, I'm, I'm sucking out a lot of my data of Search Console and pushing to BigQuery. So I can look at things on a greater scale with, you know, millions and millions of keywords. But I typically look at trends. So if keywords are up and down 3%, 5%, I don't care. You know, in the greatest scheme of things, you know, 3 or 5% over a couple of days is not going to make a difference to the business. Um, but if there's a general trend... That's when you start looking into, as uh, Christina said, you know, is there particular folders which have sort of fallen out of favor? Maybe it's because they actually deleted that content and forgot to redirect it. Um, so, yeah, so typically I'll look at the, what's the trend happening. I'll maybe look at some of the um, particular pages or URLs or sections of the website that have shifted significantly. But it's one of those things, and again, I always get frustrated with us as an industry, 
there's a core algorithm update, people start screaming, wait a week. You know, there's no point doing your analysis before you've actually got proper data in your search console or analytics. Mm. So it is the one thing that makes me extremely frustrated when people say, you know, we've seen this algorithm update, anyone seen any impact yet? You still don't have the data. Just yeah, you've got to get the data. Sit back, chill, and then see what the trend is because we've often seen sometimes we have two or three sites in the market where the traffic will shift from one site to the other. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We're still catching that click. Oh, so, Fabrice, does, uh, does, uh, does the data get any quicker? So, you feel free to jump in with an idea as well, but uh, does, uh, does, does the data update any faster in uh, Webmaster Tools than it does in Google Search Console, as far as you're aware? Uh, that's a good question. I think we are uh, at parity uh, versus uh, mean. It may take few hours to a few days, depending on the data stream. Uh, yeah, this is a lot of data, obviously, uh, to move around and a lot of subsystems. And so to aggregate and uh, to share this data may take some time. Okay. And, and, and what's your favorite part of uh, Webmaster Tools? So uh, obviously there is a new release of Bing Webmaster Tool and we just refresh completely the tool and uh, modern UX, uh, mobile friendly, and uh, especially focusing on the usability for the tool. Uh, this is less a tool for geeks. This is more a tool for uh, everybody, but uh, especially focusing on the uh, navigation and the user experience uh, to really highlight the top problems on your site. I mean, example, we went from uh, 47 navigation items to only a dozen, 15 navigation item that is guiding to broader tool that is surfacing the issues. Uh, and as part of this thing, really this is focusing on getting the content index. This is step number one. This is we really focus on, okay, you have a website, you can really help us to discover the content, to fetch the content and to get the content index. Mm-hmm. So uh, the tool is having the most usage these days is the URL submission where people can submit URL via the web interface for sure, but most people are adopting the API that is allowing them to publish added, updated, or deleted content and tell us uh, when the content has been uh, changed on your site, helping us to send the crawler to visit this content and to get the latest content. And I think it's very important this day to, uh, to streamline this, to minimize the crawler load on the website and to get uh, this kind of fresh copy of the internet. And you get to, so we, we all get to submit 10,000 URLs a day into, uh, in, into Webmaster Tools, is that right? 10,000? Yeah, this is, uh, we have a way to kind of adjust based on uh, what we think about the site, uh, the number of URL submitted. If you have a very new site, we do not allow 10,000 URL uh, because uh, this is open, opening the door for spammers to submit URLs. Yeah. Uh, but if uh, then based on uh, various criteria, some are listed in uh, Big Webmaster Tool help and blog post, yes, we will increase the number of URL to 10,000 and often uh, far more than that. Okay. And guys, just uh, for the Majestic people, if you want to figure out how many people, how many pages you can submit to uh, Majestic, go and have a look and, and, and have a comparison there. Um, okay. So, uh, so, so uh, there's some, some interesting, there's loads and loads of things that I find very useful with uh, both um, Google Search Console and, and uh, Google uh, Bing Webmaster Tools. Firstly, I have to say, um, connecting up Bing Webmaster Tools is so easy. If, you, if you're already on Google Search Console, about five clicks and that's it. You've got all of the all of your, your Google Search Console sites in, in, in Big Webmaster Tools. So good job there, I have to say. Um, and uh, and thank you for not making me log in through the Microsoft login. So that, that was also pretty cool. Um, so, uh, but um, one thing that I found was really interesting, just, just looking over them in the last couple of days, is um, 
I looked at uh, four different sites that are on both systems. And uh, on all of them, uh, one thing that I found was interesting was that uh, the average click-through rate on um, Bing was higher on all four of the, of the sites that I was looking at. So my question to Christine and David, because Fabrice will be biased on this answer, so no. is the fact that um, if that, if that um, transcends across other, uh, other sites as well, and it's not just the ones I'm looking at, if, if the click-through rate is continually better on Bing than on Google Search Console, does that say something good about Bing as a search engine? And Fabrice is not allowed to answer that. <laughs> uh, well, it's, you know, it's always been that way uh, I, since it started, basically. And it's just the problem is the level of traffic. Yeah, I, 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 I think we can agree the yeah. level of traffic is significantly less on <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, you know, but, uh, but, but the, if, the, if the click-through rate is consistently better, then haven't, and, and if we believe the, the, both the metrics, because they may be coming from different, you know, they might be counting apples and oranges, uh, but if the click-through rate is consistently better on Bing, then um, doesn't that say something for uh bing as a search engine and and then i get what the logical question from that is uh isn't why isn't the market share on on bing growing at the uh, at, at a rate if there's a fundamental improvement on the search um well uh i'm sorry uh, uh i don't know that this is true just from an outsider so fabrice can confirm or deny or not say anything <laughs> i don't believe for a number of years that uh, microsoft is really that interested in bing as being a player in the search market and it seems like recently they've invested in people like Fabrice and um, coming to conferences and talking to us and reaching out to SEOs. And it feels like in the last maybe four or five years, they've started to really reassert that. Mm. Um, and I could be wrong. It just felt like that. Uh, and Google's irrelevance now when it comes to search queries that aren't um, micro moments, you know, micro data, you know, mm -hmm. where to go, all that stuff. Uh, is really an opportunity, I think, for being makeup play into the market because I have to refine queries over and over and over again these days to get anything in Google on informational search. And yeah. I don't have to do that in Bing. It's much better return. So uh, so we'll see if that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. But people are so hardwired into Google being the search engine that I know it's a hard thing mm -hmm. to uh, overcome. But I know that they've made significant improvements in the market in the last few years. Yeah. Okay, David. I don't know if you think that uh, anything different. And, and Fabrice, I will let you talk if you want to. That's all right. I'm not holding you back <laughs> properly. You know. I just thought I was just giving you such a pat on the back that I think okay. shut you up really. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think it comes down to again, this is the market share. So I think you know, being ads may have a greater reach than being the the search engine or Microsoft ads or whatever we want to call it. Mm -hmm. But I think all these types of things also don't help when you're trying to gain traction when the, the platforms are renamed every couple of years. Um, so I, I think generally when trying to get consumer adoption, that doesn't help. I mean, I try to set Bing as my default browser. Um, so yeah, it, it's browser, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's the case that it doesn't always present the results I expect. Um, so I, I do try to use it more because obviously, you know, I, I try to sort of practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. uh, but in most of our markets, Bing's not really significant. I think outside the UK and the US, it's it's marginal. Like if you've got markets like Australia um, or in Asia where it's 98, 99% Google, you know, even if I capture 100% of that 1% or 2% or 10%, it still yeah. doesn't equate. 
Um, so I think that sometimes it comes down to the same thing like DuckDuckGo. You know, I think it's the fact that if you optimize your site for Google, you have little errors as possible, little redirects as issues, and you have an XML sitemap, I, I think you'll capture a chunk of being traffic by default. Um, and I think that's probably the thing. We just kind of just accept that we're going to get traffic if we've optimized for Google. Yeah, I, I guess my question is, is, is that the click-through rate is, should be volume in, independent, if you like. So, so I was wondering about whether there was an improvement in the quality demonstrated there. But then possibly, Fabrice, uh, is, it, is it true that you know, you're using, you're counting stuff from different perspectives anyway because you're different, different um, systems? You know, Google and, and, and Bing will be different systems. So do you think that click-through rate is genuine or do you think that that click-through rate is, um, or that difference is genuine? Do you think, or, or do you think uh, uh, it's apples and pears? I do believe it's as genuine. Um, this is not only what we report, but it's also what uh, webmasters that are having a deep system to understand where the traffic is coming from the data funnel, understand that this is uh, coming from Bing. And I say Bing with double quote because uh, one challenge that we have, let's say, versus Google is Google is really one versus we are many, meaning that it's Bing, it's also Yahoo, it's also Ecosia, it's also plenty of search engines that are leveraging the Bing technology to power their search engine. So when in Bing.com we report today on Bing and Yahoo, we do not report yet on all subsystems uh, that are powered by Bing. And so mm -hmm. Bing is often, what we say, is greater than you think because, yes, it's Bing, it's Yahoo, but it's also plenty of other things uh, that is uh, triggering the uh, powering uh, their search experience. Okay. Okay. I'm, I, I, before, before we've, uh, I want to talk about the, uh, the link stuff, both on Google and, and, uh, and Bing, but I've got a bunch of questions that have come in. So I'm going to uh, uh, jump into one. Uh, Stanley Major has asked, uh, I've, I have a desktop version and a mobile version of, the, of a website with separate URLs. The desktop is declared as the canonical um, with the emphasis on mobile. Is it time to change the canonical to mobile? So, um, if I'm not quite sure there, what I did hear is you've got two different versions of your URLs, and, and definitely I would say that the the, the golden standard is uh, is um, being able to have the same URL for your mobile version and for your uh, uh, and for your, um, your your desktop version. Uh, if you can't do that, well, certainly. Um, Bing Webmaster Tools will tell you about which which crawler they're using to crawl your website right now, um, and so I would say uh, have a look at that. And the second that it's crawling your your uh, mobile version, or it thinks it's crawling your mobile version, then that's the time to canonical everything to mobile. That's how I would see that. I don't know, Christine, David, uh, how do you feel about uh, someone with a desktop and mobile versions of a website with separate URLs? Just just move to responsive. Just. Yeah. You know, pull the bandaid off. I mean, the whole thing of maintaining two platforms and then trying to find a technical way you can kind of do it, it, it's, it has to stop. I mean, the other thing I was, particularly in Google's perspective, they'll just force you across. So, yeah, so potentially mobile will become your default version, um, but it also have to look at what's the functionality. So your mobile site often won't have the same functionality as your desktop site, you know, so you need to make sure there's some type of feature comparity. Um, but, yeah, if it's a... If it's a simple CMS, just force it across. You can do very simple hacks to make your website actually responsive. So you can do some work within the CSS. So it doesn't have to be a perfect responsive site, but you can do some quick hacks mm -hmm. into it. 
Um, but yeah, you just need to move to a single platform. You can't afford to keep running two. It's just not cost effective and it's going to make your tracking, your analytics analysis impossible. Also, um, I agree 100% with Dave. That was actually what I was going to say was move to responsive. Uh, and I coded websites for years, so I know that that's a, a big lift, but you really need to do that. Uh, and also Google came out, and I don't remember how long ago, but they did say that you needed to move to responsive. That the, and I talked to John about this when um, responsive and mobile first came out, and he said that the, the having the separate URL can actually confuse Google. Uh, and so you really just need to get on one URL and, and make a responsive site out of it. I, I suspect, oh, Fabrice, feel free to jump in as well. I suspect this is uh, not what Stanley wants to hear, though. But <laughs> it's 100%. It's this is um, obviously one URL is always better. Less is more. Less URL is more for your site, more more links, more impression, more things. This is, you get all the benefit on the single URL. So you can do um, responsive, or you can do dynamic serving, where you detect the user agent and return different content. Uh, both are really preferred by um, Bing, but also Google. They said that on their website or their communication. And we are completely in sync with them. Uh, do not multiply the number of URLs on the internet. It's hard to fetch. This is creating global warming. Stop multiplying the number of URLs on the internet, please. <laughs> Fabrice is big on the global warming, that's true. Okay, uh, so uh, it's a uh, cash, I can't remember. Sorry, Dixon. Yeah, on go the click-through rate stuff. So I've, I've integrated my Bing Webmaster stuff. Some of the data yep. is still processing. But I've picked one site at random. Google, click-through rate's 4.8%. Bing, it's 5.19%. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing an uplift on on being not as big. I, yours is a smaller uplift, I would say. But uh, but then again, because the you got you got a better click through rate. <laughs> six. So the average position is a lot better on Bing. Right. Average position of twenty three on Google. Which so, I guess will make a difference. Yeah. So it, it may not be global, and maybe I just uh, I, I just saw a very biased sample of four sites. Bing is less aggressive when it comes to showing Google well Bing owned properties and ads. So I think that's probably why a lot of people see a difference. You know, Bing is not as aggressive on the monetization and um, showing their own properties. So I think that's possibly why you might see a difference. True. And it's also, just, just to note, like I said, it's been that way for a really long time. I've worked with very large yeah. sites and sites going back, as far as I can remember, mm -hmm. um, since Bing has been in the market, have always done better on click-through rate. And not every single site, but generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, with Bing, and then so you know, then it's like, well, so why not optimize for Bing? And it's like, well, because you won't get the traffic, unfortunately. And if you optimize, like David said, for Google, then you pick up the Bing traffic, which is important because if Bing made its own algorithms that weren't like Google, nobody would optimize for Bing. No offense, just the traffic difference is like 10% on one mm -hmm. site and like you know, 60% on the site I'm sure. working on right now between the two, so. Sure, sure. I, I, I think you do have to, you're going to have to uh, go for uh, Google first um, for quite some time, I think. So. Okay, uh, Cash asks an interesting question. Uh, Google Search Console uh, includes traffic from Google or does it include search traffic from other search engines as well? And I think the answer to that, mate, is just Google. Uh, Google Search Console is only showing you Google data uh, and Bing is only showing you Bing data. Plus um, you. Bing plus Yahoo. Oh, plus Yahoo. Sorry, plus yeah. Yahoo. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and the second one is how often is the backlink info in Search Console updated? I don't know how often it's updated in Google. Does anyone know? 
Nope. It almost seems to be random. I mean, uh, we've, we've tried to monitor in the past and we've seen no updates for a week and we've seen no updates for a month on some other sites. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, Majestic updates every day. Every day on Majestic. Thank you very much for pointing that out, David. I was going to jump in. <laughs> uh, um, Bing, uh, how, how often does Bing update his backlink data? This is daily. Daily. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Uh, so uh, therein lies your answer. We don't really know about Search Console, but we know that Bing and Majestic update daily. So that's cool. Uh, right. Okay. I mean, talking about links, because obviously we got a lot of uh, audience from, from, from Majestic. So, uh, so links is a big thing. Um, how good do you think the, uh, the Google Search Console backlink data is? And, uh, and have, have Christine and, and David, have you played with the new backlink data in, uh, in big webmaster tools? Uh, I, I haven't just because I'm doing a lot of recoveries right now. Most sites don't use Bing Webmaster Tools. And you don't really worry uh, about backlinks. Well, maybe you do if it's I, a backlink I, penalty. You know? Well, yeah, I, I, I don't usually. Yeah, backlinks are something usually I check if I really need to or if I'm doing a site health audit, which is different than a recovery mm -hmm. audit. Uh, I, it has helped me uh, locate issues like when someone was um, attacking the site with negative SEO uh, mm -hmm. with backlinks. But primarily, I, I tend to use tools for backlink data than yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, and I, I import that information, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I only use it for indicators uh, as opposed to like real data. So, uh, so for the audience, so the most important thing that, to know about um, for me for about Bing Webmaster Tools is that um, unlike uh, Google, which will just show you your own backlinks, it'll also show you similar sites um, backlinks, so you can compare two or three. How many sites? Three. For, uh, we suggest some sites, but you can pick up any site. I, I am, however, really upset that they've allowed you to show you any site because that's trying to compete on Majestic's territory now. Fabrice, you know, how do you feel about that? <laughs> so, this is something that we were doing years ago. There was a link column operator at Bing that was offering the ability to list URLs on the SERP. And this was so much requested uh, by webmasters that uh, we wanted to offer back uh, this ability to link, uh, to display links. Uh, plus, as you said, for uh, negative SEO, uh, there is always the ability to review what is linked to your site, but also some competitor site. Um, this is a this is a tool. This is obviously not majestic. This is a limited uh, set of features versus what Majestic is offering today. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I'm not worried because I mean I think I think that the uh, the interesting or the limitation of link information in uh, either Google Search Console or um, uh, Bing Webmaster Tools is that there is no information surrounding the links. You know, there's yeah, you've got a, a list of links, um, but no real concept of their relative value or, or even their relative context. Um, so I'm, I'm not too worried about the, uh, the competition from, from oh. there. But uh, it was really, I found, I found it really interesting to see that Bing was now introducing, you know, competitors, the opportunity to put competitors in there. And as you say, you can actually put any website in there and find some backlink information. But Dixon, yeah. an interesting thing on that. So as another platform out there, Yandex. So they have the, the yeah. recent links discovered. So that's kind of similar to Majestic, I guess, your new links or fresh links. Yeah. So okay. I, I do like some of those types of features where you, as a webmaster, you get some general feedback of, of your links that you've uh, acquired when they've been kind of discovered. So I, I do like some of that kind of feedback. Obviously, it's probably prone to, you know, being abused, maybe by aggressive 
um, SEOs, but I do like the general idea of if giving you some general feedback of which links it's discovered, which will likely um, influence your rank. So on that, David, I mean, you're probably the only one amongst the four of us that are using um, Yandex. Uh, um, so first, oh, John says, doesn't Yandex just provide results to Russian speakers? No, it's in English, isn't it? I'm sure it's in English. I have done that. Yeah, it used uh, to be a lot bigger in markets like Turkey, um, Belarus. Um, it's 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 much bigger than platforms like um, DuckDuckGo for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it is. But it's, how how um, how uh, how how useful is the Yandex Search Console? Is there are there things in there that we don't see in um, uh, Bing or Search Console? Yeah, I mean, I I think so. Yandex probably sits somewhere between sort of um. I guess, Bing and, and Google in terms of functionality. I mean, I, when it comes to an interface, I think they put a lot more time into it. You know, it's nice color-coded for, you know, things that's been discovered or removed. So, you know, I, I like that type of aspect. So you've got a, a very much kind of a visual feedback. You know, it's got nice crawl statistics, latest 10 changes. So it gives that kind of similar, uh, which you'd get with a platform like Content King or Deep Crawl it gives you a running report of how it's discovering your site, how it's finding issues, how frequently it's finding issues. So I think those types of things are useful for webmasters because if you're a proactive webmaster logging into your console every day, you should see some new information because if you start seeing the same stuff each day, you lose the interest in logging in every day. So I like the idea of giving you all teasers each day. Um, and the one thing which I think their search query stats and their grouping the classification is far more advanced than any of the other platforms by far. Um, and the really cool thing was two things. One is that you can drill down to a region or city level. So again, you can see those people in Birmingham, what are they actually looking for? Um, and the other thing is looking at, they have a lot of pre-built reports. So, you know, what are all the URLs or pages first position? What are the ones between two and three? What are the ones between four and 10? So again, they've pre-built some of those reports for you so you don't have to manually recreate them each time you want to do some analysis. That's kind of interesting. That's, uh, it's, it sounds like uh, that granularity is, is, is uh, definitely something the other tools don't, don't seem to have. Um, uh, maybe they're doing Google Analytics, and, and, uh, in a, um, in, but, but not, in, not in the Search Console. Um, just one thing on, on links in Google Search Console, it looks like they're going exactly the opposite direction to, uh, to Bing on that one because uh, the only links data in, in Search Console now is the legacy stuff. So they haven't, unless I'm wrong, there isn't any new link information. So it would appear that they're eventually going to drop the link information altogether. They probably got upset about too many people being you know, paranoid about, well, over-obsessed on links in, in Google and they're just try, trying, to, trying to hide it from the likes of, the likes of you and me. Um, so anyway, uh, okay. Uh, what about things like, uh, other tools, uh, sorry to cut you out a little bit now for but, uh, Google also has in the search console discover if you're lucky enough, not everyone's got discover results coming in. Um, but, uh, where are those results coming from guys? And, uh, and, um, is, is it worth trying to SEO optimize and try and get more discover traffic coming into your website? Um, I've recently been looking at this for a client. Uh, the only information I can find so far on Discover Optimization is just a site that they trust. And so I do know with the site that I'm working with, they have a manual action and a core update issue. 
And as they got those, their discovered traffic went way down to almost nothing. And now that those are lifting, their discovered traffic's coming back. So I think there's probably indication that uh, trust is a factor in the discover. Um, you know, trust and authority, meaning just uh, like core, core updates or core ranking factors, you know, making sure you have easy to crawl and index and you have good links and good content and all those normal things. And is that discover traffic coming from Google Android mobile phones? I'm not an Android user, so. You know. Well, here's the interesting thing. If, um, if you add Google Analytics to this real quick, if you look at Google Analytics, you can't actually tell where discover traffic comes from if it's not come if it's coming from the app because it goes to direct so you'll get big spikes because this is a new site so they'll get big spikes in direct and so i did some research with the google app it doesn't show there so um it doesn't have a special indicator in google analytics uh, the other feed does but not the app itself Okay. So, yeah, but uh, discover traffic's interesting, especially for publishers, because it's really helpful for them to see what's what's uh, trend, what trends in discover. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be a real optimization because it's highly personalized and run. I think be believe it's run majority by AI, which search results are not. OK, David, anything you want to add in there? Because it helps to unmute. Um, so, I mean, I've tried to look into the, the discover stuff. You know, I, I've taken the URLs, I've scraped the social shares, I've scraped the majestic data, and nothing really seems to stand out. Um, so, you know, I've worked with a lot of classified websites, so they'll get a big spike in a particular listing all of a sudden, but there doesn't always seem to be a strong correlation with anything else. Um, it's, it's heavily personalized. So if you look at Google Discover on your device, the level of personalization is insane. So the chance you're gonna have a significant influence on that is fairly low. Obviously, if there's a group of similar people which are sharing the same type of content on social media, there seems to be some general kind of trend. Um, but in terms of tracking analytics, um, we have a lot of back, back channel discussions on this type of stuff. And the data doesn't always match up. GA is sometimes higher than what you see in Discover, sometimes lower if you can actually track the URL. And then there's random things. So I run a, a little travel site. It's pretty bad. Feel free to judge me. Um, but there's an article from, you know, 2019 that started trending Discover. Okay. And no real reason that, you know, there's no, you know, massive change. I checked Google Trends. I checked all the other things. There's no news or announcement about this particular destination. But I started getting a spike in Discover traffic. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, you know, it's not always linked to, you've published something interesting today and you also notice more and more you can see in discover because i was looking at today i'm seeing articles from eight months ago saying hey did you miss this so i think google's also trying to shift discover to be content which i think it's relevant rather than it's just breaking news all the time okay yeah. so uh, i i mean uh, i for me, I think that Discover is very closely related to to entities and, and, and knowledge graphs. But I, you know, I'll, I'll save that for another day. You know, Fabrice, I mean, uh, you guys uh, are also, um, you know, do you have anything equivalent to Discover traffic? Yeah, we do. We do. We have in a various place uh, personalized uh, listing, uh, but this is in the Bing Mobile app or uh, MSN <laughs> or okay. other places where you can see uh, links that are, as you said, uh, powered by uh, what we've, uh, the matching of a customer and the intent of a customer. 
I mean, if you want to know more about Majestic, yeah, we may surface links about Majestics uh, for, uh, uh, that are matching your profile and your preferences. Uh, from the SEO standpoint, I think uh, at the end is all this data is built by, at being by my team. I mean, this is, we are the backbone of, uh, we collect the internet content, we process it, we understand it, we tag it, and uh, the feeds, like for Google, is powered by the same team. This is the search engine team that is powering these experiences. So really from the SEO, this is, think that what matters for these experiences is publication date starting by that. So mean that uh, put the, what we call the uh, publication date and the last updated time, discoverable, easily discoverable in your, ta in your pages uh, via clear text or uh, clear meta tags. Why this is important? Because obviously we don't want to surface uh, all the time legacy content. So we want to surface the latest content. Um, we may surface content, as you said, with your example of a few weeks ago, did you miss that? We do, we do the same. And this is important to really timestamp the content, to really understand when to surface things. The second thing is obviously schema. Schema help tagging the content. Is it a recipe content or is it something else? So all this kind of meta information that is added uh, to the content help uh, disambiguating the content. We publish as part of this big webmaster tool refresh new webmaster guidelines, putting a lot of emphasis on HTML5 tags. A lot of them is helping understanding the structure of the content, what is the, what we call the main body, the primary content of the page to help us to to remove the ads, text, navigation item, to really understand the deep content. All of this help Bing, but also other search engines to really deeply understand your content, date, time, schema, all of this help uh, the algorithms to retrieve the best content matching your profile. But if you if you are saying that uh, you can put a meta tag in there with a time on it, um, firstly, what meta tag would you use? And secondly, uh, um, isn't that inviting... Uh, uh, inviting some scurrilous people of which I know there's mm. none around here mm. that might mm. just uh, decide that every day they're going to update their content with uh, I don't know, a new timestamp, basically. Yeah, we, we, we are able, you see, to detect that. Uh, the, uh, the time of the day is, uh, we don't care about what is the time of the day when we fetch the page. Yeah, um, yeah. What we know, we understand that the content uh, update is meaningful or not meaningful versus the last time we called it. And so I do believe that uh, there is a, we look at a variety of tags. We didn't never communicate it on one specific tag, but this is Google, I think, or Bing on specific tags. So I would not recommend one specific tag because there is a variety of tags. Uh, you can put that in HTTP header. You can put that in the main body. But at the end is what is the best is put it in the content. So okay. put it last, last updated, put last it visible. Updated in the, yeah, because okay. Whatever you put in MetaTags, often it's not accurate. You may forget about it. This is fixed. This is as part of a template. You may do mistakes. And as you said, this is what will happen with these tags is often they will be uh, on January 1st. This will be the new year. And you will update the copyright year at the bottom of the page and will generate everything will be new on January 1st. We see this all, all the time. Okay. So it's preferable really to put it as part of a text. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, in Search Console, there's a, a, a lot of stuff coming in there about um, schema and things, or Google, Google are really pushing through schema testing tools and, and things. Um, and, and, and I think in, in, in Search Console, well, unfortunately, they've, they've, they're, they're 
retiring the structured data testing tool, which I think is annoying uh, SEOs a lot and bringing in the rich snippets instead. But uh, two questions. Firstly, do you guys, um, sort of David and Christine, do you, do you like the stuff in Google Search Console, the schema testing stuff in there? Uh, and then um, uh, Fabrice, it doesn't seem that there's an awful lot of schema testing within the webmaster tools. Is that coming online? Is that in the future? So Christine or David, do you want to go first? Uh, I, you know, the schema testing in there, I, I generally use um, crawl tools to tell me the schema on a site. So I don't usually do a lot with it except to look for errors in the mm -hmm. schema testing because it's just not that robust like it used to be. Um, the other thing too, though, just to, to emphasize on schema, uh, because Google doesn't understand language as you and I speak it, schema is its interpreter to help it contextualize language. Yep. So anyone who's not doing it really should make sure to add it to the site along with the, uh, the tool that you have, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to mention no, that. Don't mention that. No, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it is it is incredibly important if you're not doing it, you need to make sure to do it because it is how Google can contextualize language, what's in a section of the site. Yeah. Dave, do you use schema stuff at all? I mean, I've played with it in the past, but the big issue I had is whenever we use the, the old Google um, schema validator, it would validate something we would launch it and it would come back with errors. So I gave up trust in it. So when they said they're going to retire it, yeah, it sucks, but it was failing me most of the time when I need it. So yeah, so there's a lot of tools out there um, which actually can validate schema a lot better yeah. than that tool could. Yeah. Um, one quick thing on the, back to the Yandex thing. Yeah. Trends of similar sites over time. So similar to the backlink data that Bing surfaces, I think these are the types of really cool things, which I guess, you know, you only get from maybe commercial tools like SEMrush. Yeah, SEMrush has trending data. So, yeah, so I think those types yeah. of things I would love to see in Bing. Um, yeah. For a little bit of time. Well, they have got, um, uh, in the, if you have a look at the suggested, um, what is it, the suggested keywords um, in Bing, they've got a- Yeah, uh, but the problem thing. is I'm looking at the keyword research and sorry, this is a dig at Bing. Yeah, the data's yeah. wrong. I'm ranking for that keyword and it's saying I'm going to get, you know, 800 impressions. This keyword research says I'm getting 600 impressions for that keyword. Yeah, I'm assuming. Follow up with me. Go on. David, follow up with me. I want okay. to understand this problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and I must admit, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I saw one where I was uh, already uh, a keyword suggestion where I was already... I assume ranking number one for that phrase. Maybe I'm not. I should go and check. Um, but uh, um, anyway, uh, yeah. Any, um, are you, any plans to start looking at putting schema into webmaster tools? Or um, we do. You do. Uh, we do. We do have that, and we will expand in this area as part of URL inspection. We have an URL inspection. Uh, this is you can see in the left nav yep. at the bottom. This is in beta for now. And we will expand uh, this area. So URL inspection, it's a way to learn to investigate one URL at a time. Instead of having a zillion of tools, we want to combine this into this tool to tell you more about this tool. Uh, versus some of our competitors, we believe that we provide a lot of clarity about your content. Example, we may tell you, obviously, if we are able to index the content, if we are able to index the content, then we will provide information about the schema uh, that we can extract from the content. And we use uh, what you said, David. At Bing, we use the same production code 
uh, than the uh, code that is used uh, by the main system. Meaning that whatever issues are detected in Big Webmaster Tool will be the same uh, that whatever is happening in production. The second thing is that we are also able uh, to provide clarity on kind of the, uh, are you matching the guidelines or not? Mean, are you a spam site or not? And so we tell the story there because else you don't know if a site is not indexed due to crawl, crawling issue. We are not able to fetch it or we are uh, not matching the guidelines. And so we, we kind of remove the site. So we provide this clarity via URL inspection about what the site, what this URL is all about. And uh, we will continue to provide a lot of clarity, including on schema, uh, information about, uh, as we do today, but extended in the future to far more uh, schema. Fantastic. Okay, guys, we're pretty much at time already, so that always uh, seems to be the way. Um, if uh, if you, you hopefully uh, plenty of viewers still got to the end of the, the presentation. If you haven't used um, uh, Google Search Console's integration in uh, in uh, Majestic, please uh, do connect your websites up there. Um, a message from uh, David to all panelists. Uh, oh yeah, David's putting in some some stuff in there. The URL special tool in Bing uh, extracts markups such as JSON and LD, open graph and microformats. So yeah, all the three that you want really. Um, and uh, guys, why don't I just leave you by saying, uh, give a, a sort of a, a last, um, how do people get in contact with you and uh, where they can find you uh, if they want to, uh, to, to get in touch with you. Fabrice. You can find me on Twitter and LinkedIn. This is a, don't send me email on my mailbox. This is a disaster. Um, and I, I, I think, uh, what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle, Fabrice? Uh, Facan, F A C A N. Okay. And please start yeah. by this, yeah, F A C A N. And uh, so this is this is a good. Um, I, I think Adrian is uh, again, as you said, Christine. We are coming to conferences. We have a good story to tell these days. We see big market share going year over year, month of month over month. So um, you will see us certainly more uh, active because we do believe that this is the time to really look at Bing uh, because there is a good value proposition, more uh, user coming to Bing. And we do believe that the investment that is existing down not only for Bing Webmaster Tool, but all the backend systems and everything will help really customer uh, to find uh, to satisfy, uh, we will satisfy even more customer via Bing. We don't care so much about Google. We care about first satisfying our customer uh, and even more moving forward. So I think this is a good trend. Again, month over month, we are winning on market share and things are, yeah, this, uh, we are um, pleased to work for this team and to continue pushing to satisfy the customer. Fantastic. Uh, Christine, how do they get in contact with you? Uh, sure. Just one thing uh, with Bing, we'd really love Google to have a competitor, so that would be awesome. Yeah, we, we love competition. <laughs> At the end, it's, it's a great thing to really think through the real problems, to not sleep on kind of, okay, we are good. No, no, we are not good. Uh, we do believe that search engine is really at the preschool edge 
versus what certain gene will be in 20, 20 years from today. There is a lot of AI, machine learning, craziness things that is happening. And we do believe, we see the trends. If we look back five years ago, certain genes were completely dumb. The same thing will happen in the next five years. It's my, my new book, the Artificial Intelligence: A Modern Approach. Yes. <laughs> so so uh, yeah. So and the reason I say that is I think every company is better when they have competitors. Competition makes people companies do better things. Um, and then for me, uh, the best way to reach me is on LinkedIn. I put my full name on here because no one will remember how to spell it. <laughs> but I am the only me on the internet, so it's really hard to miss me. There is no other Christine Shackard yeah. with a K that shows up, at least in the first like 20 pages of Google. There could be one. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Or just so. putting Christine with a K with SEO, and you'll probably find it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I did something wrong, I'd have to make another me to hide me because I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I have the same problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David. Um, typically, I'm very active on Twitter, but I took a break for maybe a couple of weeks or so because of the dumpster fire linked to the anti-vaxxers, the US election, and the anti-mask people. So yeah, usually I'm on Twitter. Reach out to me there, but I'm just but, on But you need it there. And what's your handle on Twitter? Uh, my full name, David Iwanow. I don't know. Which is I-W-A-N-O-V. You got a V in there at the end, I think. No, oh, a W at the end. No, W at the end. Sorry, sorry. There you go. Right. Okay. Guys, thank you very, very much. Thanks again to Majestic for putting it on for us. Uh, I'm going to end the webinar now, and just so you know, it cuts you all off. So, uh, I, you know, there's not much I can do about that. And Zoom hasn't figured out how to uh, to deal with that. So, see everybody next time. Thank you very much, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.